This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Miscreants on the Moon podcast. As always, it's me, Jacob, and with me once again, Aiden. And today we're here to talk about the new AAA title, um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that like a question. <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about. Pause. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, so we both uh, got the game last... It came out uh, Friday. It came out a week before May 4th, which I thought was a strange choice. Mm-hmm. But, um, what can you do? Who knows? I did want to quickly touch on two bits of news this week. I'm not sure if you heard them. Did you watch the Transformers trailer? Because I didn't. There was a new one? Yeah, there's a new one. No, I did not. <laughs> well, don't worry. We'll give you plenty of content about that movie, I'm sure, at some point. Because Hayden keeps flaunting in my face that I made him do a Fast and Furious watch. So I have to do a rewatch of the Transformers movies. He's calling in his, his payback for that. So Have to. The opportunity's there. <laughs> <sighs> I really don't want to do it. So the thing is, you didn't know if you'd like the Fast and Furious movies or not, and you said that they were mostly decent. At a certain point, they just got awful. And but the second one was awful. So I know for a fact I hate three of the Transformers movies. And <laughs> All I've of heard, Michael Bay's. And I've heard that the two that I haven't seen are worse. <laughs> so... Uh, well good (laughs) we'll see how that goes when we get there but yeah i haven't watched that trailer um but two things i did want to talk about um apparently one thing we'll start off with some star wars news we'll end the show on a bunch of star wars talk but did you know that originally you know how they're making like a ray movie Mm -hmm. originally it was going to be set with like ray as a 90 year old woman played by helen mirren (laughs) okay and she was going to be training uh, two Jedi, so glad we're not getting that. The past couple of I mean, days, nothing on Helen Mirren, but that just doesn't sound like a great concept. <laughs> I think it like I don't know. It has the potential to be more interesting than some other stuff we're getting currently. I don't think that's but saying also, a lot. <laughs> It's really not saying a lot. You're you're right. Um, the most interesting thing that we've gotten recently has been a video game that I haven't played more than like a few hours. 15, 20% of based yeah. off of the how long to beat versus how long I've played it. So <laughs> it's the most interesting Star Wars thing at the point that I've gotten to since Andor. And Andor was the most interesting thing since The Last Jedi. God knows what. <laughs> Um, anyway, but yeah, that's, I thought that'd be interesting, like, at least if they had done that, they wouldn't have been able to rely on, um, on just bringing back other characters that we've seen before, which is a lot of what they're doing these days. It's pretty much all they've done. you know, by the time Ray is 90, you know, most people will probably be, probably be dead. You know, we're not going to get a Babu Freak cameo. We're not going to get a Finn camp. Which, bringing back Finn is fine as a character because they really fucked his story up there at the end, but... Really screwed him over. Yeah. But apparently he's coming back. I don't know if we've talked about that before, but 
Yeah, I saw that. It, too. it would be cool to see them as old people, I think. <laughs> yeah, but we're not getting that. We're but, getting young Ray instead. I don't know. I mean, I'm skeptical of everything. Honestly, yeah. I hope it's all good, but yeah, maybe it will be. I do think that like conceptually, the old Ray storyline had more potential to be interesting, but mm-hmm. they could have shit the bucket on that too. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> um additionally one other thing is that more people have seen uh the flash movie and i've heard two things about it yeah one of them is that it is a batman movie cool i guess i don't care and the other thing is that apparently people think it's really good and i'm not ready for this this movie is not coming out jake i thought Six six months ago, I was fully, wholeheartedly convinced this movie was not coming out. <laughs> now it's getting raving reviews. I don't which understand. I hate. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't get. It. I mean, like, I've also heard that there is a sequence of a few minutes in this movie where it's just like a billion cameos. That's probably which makes it funny. The that entire they thing came. was it. So that's probably the entire thing. I, I've heard that there is like a, a few minutes at a certain point in the movie where it just ramps up. Great. It becomes what people thought Doctor Strange 2 was going to be. What we thought Doctor Strange 2 was going to be. Yeah. Just what we needed, I guess. I No. Which I makes that it. report where the director was like, yeah, we really couldn't find room for Grant Gustin's Flash I saw in that. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> just knowing that there's a few minutes where no, there's like a hundred cameos it, it's like i don't think that it's just like him showing up as the flash part i think it's like him just cameoing it all was the problem no they they said specifically like for the plot they couldn't find a spot in the plot for him it it wasn't like grant gustin couldn't show up the shoot like it was story-wise they couldn't find a spot which, but he couldn't just I, like you couldn't just like carve out like a random role that says one thing. I don't know. I mean, it's not a big deal. I don't really care about cameos, to be honest. I mean, he's carried Flash media for the past like ten years. Honestly, that's that's easy to say when you're like the only thing. Well, they tried in the movies. <laughs> Did it awful. <laughs> I guess. Um, but. Yeah, the, the, some of the CGI in this movie looks awful, according to the trailers, which I'm not looking forward to. I see all these, like, photos of, uh, and stills on Twitter te- of, like, pictures people take from these trailers. But, like, I, I don't think a, a single still is, like, what we should judge it on. It, it's it's going to look different I've seen with some moving of, things, but there is one thing that I think looks awful I mean, that I've seen. The clips, the clips in the trailer are bad. Like, you can take a screenshot of any point in the trailer and have it be shitty, yeah, sure, but... But if it's every, like, every time you would screenshot it? Yeah. 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 So. Because, I mean, there there are things that are, like, in motion look good, but when you s- make them a picture, like, a, like, take a screenshot of a video, it looks bad, but... I don't know. You know what's great? Like, I think the... If you want to come up with a logical reason for why they're not adding Grant Gustin, it might be because he's already had his Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. And Ezra Miller was in that. I don't know. I don't know. uh, 
I don't know, man. It's it's whatever. I just do think it's weird that if we're going to get like five minutes with a hundred cameos, <laughs> that's like, you know. Feels like one of the more important ones. It's like a couple cameos a second. You couldn't have carved out, you know, a tenth of a second for him. Honestly, <laughs> anything. But, you know, whatever. Ah. Um, but that's all the news that we've got this week. I might have missed something. I haven't been keeping up with it. I've been stressed out the past couple of days about some uh, repairs I have to make on my car for the second time this year. It's fair. Um, I don't know because I've keep been listening. Working. Yeah, so that I can maybe make some money off of this and not file for bankruptcy. <laughs> That'd be cool. Help us out. Yeah, it's all Do I us got. a solid. Mail me some money. <laughs> Mail me money. My my mailing address will be in the show notes today. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, let's talk about what we're here to talk about. We've got uh, Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. You've played a bit more of it than me. Um, yeah, I've played it I time. think narratively, like planet-wise, I'm on the second planet. I am gauging by how the story's going. I think I'm close to the end of that planet, and you've made it to the, to the following. I episode. have... You've made, you said you made it to the first planet? I've made it like you're at the I've second made it to planet, you, right? The second, the planet. Like, I've, I've, I've I've left Coruscant and gone to the next planet, Kobo, and I've done a bunch of stuff there, where you meet Grease, Kobo, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm a few planets ahead of you. I think oh, now okay. I played a decent bit yesterday. Fair enough. So fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk. You know, mechanics of the game. We're gonna talk you know visuals and stuff there's been a lot of controversy about whether you should get this game or not because of some bugs and whatnot so we'll touch on those um but yeah and then we'll talk about some plot stuff we're not going to talk about it past where i'm at so it's going to be very surface level like Mm. first six hours of the game type stuff nothing nothing major we'll still uh let you know before we do that so if you don't want any spoilers at all you can dip out but we're not going to be talking anything significant neither of us have beat the game Mm -hmm. um i i don't even think either of us are close to halfway or anything so um but yeah how do you feel that this ranks in terms of star wars games man that's a hard scale to make um, just a rough estimate i'm not asking for like a definite ranking or anything i think it's i think it's better than the first one um it's better than i think both battlefronts i enjoy these games a lot i think mechanics wise i mean battlefront's fun but it, it always had its limits yeah for sure i don't remember the force unleashed that much if i'll be honest um i love those I, games. i love those games i know too so i, I couldn't speak on them but I, this one's great it's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't speak on story-wise whether this is better than the first one. I did really like the story in the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, the seeds that it's kind of pl- planting, which we'll talk about later, I really like and appreciate and think that um, that could make this one leagues better than the first one in terms of story. But mechanically... Mm-hmm. 
I think that this one cleans up a lot of stuff from that first one. For and sure. that first game played great. I never had any problems with it. Yeah, it was the only thing, like, I remember when I was replaying it the, that I didn't like was that you had to hold L2 while you were climbing on everything. And, I mean, yeah. not to spoil any, that immediately got addressed in this game. Um, yeah. And I didn't even, I, that was something I was willing to, like, live with. And I, you don't even have to click it now, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of those small quality of life things that's like it's not a major detractor but it's a minor inconvenience like i didn't even remember it i'm sure that you probably wouldn't even remember it if you hadn't gone back and replayed that one recently yeah for sure but yeah small things like that have been improved Mm -hmm. i think that um yeah just the way that you get Obviously, it's a sequel to the game, so you're going to start off with some more powers and abilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that it doesn't do something that a lot of sequels like this do <laughs> and strip you of all your powers immediately. So you got to just relearn everything you already know. Yeah, there's like, you don't have amnesia. It's not like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood where the reason you start over is because everything gets like shot down and you get robbed or whatever. Um... It's not like, even God of War Ragnarok did it in a way that I didn't mind that much. They were like, Ragnarok starting, so a lot of the magic that we used in the last game doesn't work anymore. I was like, I don't love that, but it's fine. <laughs> this one, a lot of the major abilities that you used, you kind of get right off the bat. Yeah. I will say, like, the force the one... pull and push aren't nearly as strong, yeah. like, when you start off in this, like, as you can get in the first one. Which is fine. Which I'm sure that you can get those stronger yeah. in this as well. You it's can. like, I don't mind so much toning down the powers and like taking away combat abilities. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you still are able to use the two types of lightsaber that you had in the first one. Mm-hmm. In the first one, you can get a single blade and you can get a double bladed lightsaber. I'm glad those options are still mm-hmm. available to you. I'm glad it doesn't make you re-unlock something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, when it comes to combat, like, moves and stuff, I'm fine with re-unlocking those. It's more like, if if you got in this game and it was like, oh, you have to relearn how to do a wall run, <laughs> or you have to relearn how to do a double jump and stuff, oh, like, I'm you so had to learn in that first to. game, that would have rubbed me the wrong way. But I feel like the little tutorial-ish level on Coruscant did a good job of that. I think it did. And too. you also get some new abilities on there you didn't have in the first game. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to mention it? Like, the big one? The, the one I oh. love? The grappling what hook? Is it? Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's nice. Um, it does feel a little cheap, but I'm fine with it. It I, I don't care about the cheapness of it. I like a good grappling hook in a game. My one issue is that... I, and this goes into something that I've had an issue with a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It is easier to get lost in this one than it was the first one. This one is much more open world. I've gotten lost, but I just be exploring on purpose. Um, Even on Coruscant, though, I got... Well, my issue was I got lost, and there was a certain point where... um, I got to a point that I couldn't advance yet because I didn't have the grappling hook. <laughs> but since it was so open, going back and trying to find the area with the grappling hook... Mm-hmm. It took me forever to do, and I ended up having to look up a guide, which I hate to do, but it's like, 
I clearly missed something. Because mm. I'm at this point and there's nowhere for me to go. And I saw one of the little indicators for the grappling hook, like the spots you can hook it into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no clue. There was like a gap in a wall you had to go through to get to <laughs> fight the security droid and then get the, um, get the grappling hook, which mm-hmm. yeah, is just kind of easy to miss and you can get to the point you need it without knowing, yeah. uh, knowing where it is. I think I just stumbled on it. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I like I Which, said, I'd, I'd be exploring. <laughs> well, I thought that I had explored everything. It's just I happened to miss this one crack in a wall. Yeah, I mean that's probably the one planet I didn't explore as much as I could have was Coruscant, the first one, just yeah. because I was it's the beginning and I was wanted to play the story. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so it's much more open world and I like it a lot instead of like set paths you have to take on every planet. Um, I yeah I agree I I like that. It's just, it rubbed me the wrong way when I first opened up the game and like an hour in, I'm spending 30 minutes like searching for this point that I missed. Like Mm -hmm. that was a little frustrating. I can see it. And then something similar happened. It was more like five or 10 minutes where I was just like stuck in a spot on the second planet. I don't remember the specifics of it, but it was like something that i just felt wasn't clear on how to advance which is fine like you don't have to spell it out for me but at a certain point it's like i like that it's more open but it feels like that is one thing they didn't get that seamless Mm. feel of advancement like you get in some open world games it felt a little bit more like a worse game Mm -hmm. um where you can easily get stuck in the open world and i hope that trend doesn't continue Mm. like i said it was only that bad that one time because i just missed a crucial item that Mm. you needed to have the other one i ended up getting out of pretty quickly it was just something simple that wasn't that clear um it was a puzzle that i didn't know was a puzzle like i didn't realize that oh i'm supposed to be doing a puzzle type thing here Mm. but i'm trying to think of what you were doing i don't know yeah truth be told (laughs) now when it comes to the combat though this is a game where you're playing as a jedi there have been a lot of games where you've played as jedi before Mm -hmm. it's one of the things that you know really people haven't gotten right uh much how do you feel about this though like the the lightsaber combat in this game and like how that melds with the force abilities as well. I think personally I think they did good. Um yeah. I obviously you have to make the game difficult. You have you can't make every enemy one shot like a lightsaber would cut through everything, cut everything down. Um but the dismemberment, there's there's so many animations to like finish people off to. It's Oh yeah. It it's kind of crazy what i've seen like from that part of it you're not doing it the game's doing it for you you're just doing the timing yeah but essentially you're breaking down some someone has like a a shield not a shield meter but like a stamina block me like a meter type thing Mm -hmm. you bring that meter down by getting smaller hits in and then you get to do a big move 
Or like like blocking also makes the meter go down if you perfectly time block shots and stuff. Oh, like parrying and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's big in this. Yeah. Um, it's it's it, it's com it's it's similar to the first game. It's very similar to that Dark Souls style, that like FromSoft style of game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm better at it this time than I was, probably because I mainlined Elden Ring for two months uh, last year. It's fair. <laughs> so I'm a lot better at that style of combat and stuff now. Um, my parrying is a lot better. I remember struggling with that in the first one. Yeah. Um, I'm a very much dodge person, so the parrying thing always gets me, and I, I always just work it. And I've, I've been doing a lot better about it now, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was always, in that first one, I almost exclusively dodged just because I couldn't get parrying down. But in Elden Ring, I kind of had to <laughs> at a certain point, and um, I'm pretty good at it now. So that that was a lot cool. easier coming into this, uh, knowing how to do that. Makes everything a lot um, easier. <laughs> and just the style of game the enemies respawning whenever you hit the meditation points and rest and stuff and the way your health and experience and everything works it's it's very similar to that style of game which at the time of the first one i didn't love but i ended up tolerating it because i liked the gameplay for the most part mm. and i liked the story um with this time around i'm actually really enjoying it because I fell in love with Elden Ring. If you remember at the end of last year, that was my game of the year. Um, And that just really familiarized me with that style of game. And it makes me appreciate that aspect of this more because it's not so much of a disconnect for me anymore. Mm. That's fair. Which really, Jedi Jedi Fallen Order probably primed me for Elden Ring a bit. (laughs) Just getting like baby's first FromSoft game kind of because... The, these games aren't as unforgiving, mm. but if you come into it used to like a regular Star Wars game, you're pro- like they are more difficult. It's probably unforgiving on the hardest difficulty. I'm playing this one on the second hardest, um, yeah. like I did the first one, and it took me forever to finish a few fights in the first one because I didn't know what I was doing. I'm playing it on normal. Generally, mm. that's my rule of thumb is if there's like a difficulty slider... I play it on normal because I feel like that's usually like baseline where they designed it to be. Yeah. Um, you know, I like games that don't have a difficulty slider because <laughs> then it's just like I take what I get. You know what I mean? Dark Souls, where every time you die, it gets harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let's stuff that. like that. So <laughs> I would. That's not actually what happens, but I would hate it. <laughs> it's it it grows on you. Yeah. It grows on you. Um, but back to the lightsaber combat. I think out of any Star Wars game, this has the best lightsaber combat. Mm-hmm. The last one um, f- had the same issue that a lot of games where you play as a Jedi do. It feels like you're just smacking somebody with like a PVC pipe <laughs> and then eventually they die. Yeah. This one, that added, like, those special moves that you watch that you watch Cal do and stuff like that, it really adds something to it. Like, being mm-hmm. able to watch, you know, 
oh, I got this guy's shield down and now I'm going to go and, you know, cut him in half or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. those moves that weren't present in the first one have really made it take a step up, in my opinion. And, like, they had animations like it in the first one, but it, they had, like, four. You know, like, it was the yeah. same ones over and over. You wouldn't get anything new. This one, there's different... There's five different stances. You've only unlocked two so far, I think. I have three. You have three. I'm not going to talk about the other two yet because you'll see what they yeah. are. I don't want to know. I am very curious as to what they are. I'm try like kind I'm of using trying to the, rack my brain to see. I'm using but... the last one right now and the third one. You the third one that you have. So the third the th- so so far two of them are the ones from the first game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and really even technically i guess the third one is one from the first game because you would do a because there was a special yeah yeah there was this like a special move that you got which allowed you to disconnect the sabers and have a double bladed lightsaber for one move now it actually has a whole skill tree built mm-hmm. around that i do like that there's a separate skill tree for every i do but it's also a lot. every stance <laughs> like that's a lot of skills to learn so. i think they expect you to kind of choose one lock in to two of them yeah which is fair i can't i don't know what i'm doing right now i'm kind of just putting them wherever i need at the time yeah um yeah. but i think they teased the fifth one the one i'm using they might have showed it before like in a trailer or a gameplay release which i didn't watch much of that to yeah. be honest i I just remember hearing about it i think um yeah because i thought it would just be like a, a mod um on mm-hmm. the saber or something um yeah don't don't tell me so you you get these pretty quickly i guess like you've unlocked all of them you said mm-hmm. okay that's but you fair. you unlock the last two pretty quickly to, to each other okay um i feel see. like one of the don't tell me if i'm right or wrong but i feel like one of them might be like a staff lightsaber similar to um the one that people wanted ray to have and then like oh. <laughs> i was confused as to what you were like i was thinking like the moff gideon thing yeah end. no and then i really don't know what what that next one would be but one was i i had no idea finding out about one and i was like yeah that's cool but i'm probably not gonna use it yeah so <laughs> oh well actually i feel like i feel like one of them might be like a, a cross guard lightsaber i don't know if that will do anything for you but um but yeah it, it's i'm interested to see where that goes yeah uh but yeah no this Combat wise, I haven't unlocked enough force abilities to really see how that integrates to the combat. But yeah, I haven't really purely. Either. Yeah, purely with the lightsaber, I'm really enjoying this combat. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun, and they they've added in mind tricks. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, and that that's really cool. Really playing into that aspect of like what it was actually like to play a Jedi. You know, what I yeah. mean, it's cool. Um, yeah, I, I've only I think I only have like one mind trick so far i don't know if there's others that you unlock down the line so yeah the the base one is just getting someone to fight for you for a minute that's the one that i i have for sure yeah that's all that i've gotten so far in terms of that this there is a skill tree for mind tricks specifically Mm -hmm. so i'm sure that there's more you can do with that yeah which i'm probably not gonna put many into that one if i'll be honest i might on like if i just go through again Mm hmm maybe just try to max my character out (laughs) yeah i feel like yeah that's having a new game plus because there's quite a few skill trees total i think there's like a survival skill tree then there's like two or three force ones 
and then there's, there's the five. I think it's three force ones. So there's yeah, eight, nine, nine trees. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of options and stuff to fill out. I doubt you can get all of them on the first go around, but it will be a lot of fun to like go back in, dump some skills into the other ones and change your play style and stuff without having to start all the way over. Mm-hmm. I assume they have a new game plus. I know the old one did, so... Yeah, I assume that's just something they would include, honestly. It's probably yeah, a trophy that... for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I really... The gameplay of this, other than those couple times I got lost, I, I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's great. Um, I Before just... we talk about the story, I do want to talk about kind of the controversy around this, hmm. which is the same controversy that a lot of AAA titles have had, and it not running well. Oh, okay. Have you noticed anything? So we're both playing on PS5s. Mm-hmm. The biggest complaint about this is that it doesn't run well on the pc day one um but people there are some complaints about the xbox and ps5 do you have any i mean i haven't really any complaints i haven't really had anything i can think of i mean i have like a little bit of performance mode or in visual mode i play in visual mode okay yeah so do i um which for the most part, this game looks great. Like I think so. Yeah. I think I talked about it last week. I got given that new big like 4K TV. Mm-hmm. Um, playing this on that has been really nice. It's been... It looks great. The one thing I have noticed is during some cutscenes, there's a bit of a frame rate drop, it feels like. So yeah. it gets a bit choppy every now See, and then. It's never happened to me in a cutscene. There was just a time I was running around in a really open place. It was a big area. I will yeah. say I had a little bit of frame loss, um, but I had also been playing the game for like four or five hours. So I mean, yeah. it was also probably straining my PS5 at that point. Oh yeah, so probably. it I don't I don't attribute that directly to the game, and I mean a few mm-hmm. loss of a few frames I can live with easily. Which there is a patch coming out. Uh, there was one released on the PC today, and there's one coming out for the PlayStation and Xbox tomorrow. Mm. That's supposed to um, address a lot of those. Yeah. So I only had it in like two cutscenes on Coruscant where it dropped just for a second, like just enough to be noticeable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that should be addressed by tomorrow. So I doubt I'll have that issue moving forward. Yeah, probably. Um, People are kind of in an uproar, though, about this not running right on the PC day one. I do kind of have a, a thought about this. Okay. Um, first off, give it a few days before you just destroy it, I think. Yep. I underst- on the other side of that, I understand the, the frustration. Com- I, the complaint I it. of it, like... Okay, sure, I could give it a few days, but then why would I buy this game on day one? You know what I mean? You're right. And personally, I don't do this. I don't know anyone that does this, but Mm -hmm. I have heard and I have seen in the complaints some people like, I took time off from work to play this right when it came out. I understand that, like... If that's what you want to use your pay time off for, that that's fine. And I, I could see how that would be a complaint if you're like, I took my, my leave from work to play this and 
it's not running, so I wasted that time. I understand <laughs> that. But it's also... What, what was your theory behind it? I didn't mean to interrupt you like that. The ports for... There is one port for PS5s. There is one port for Xboxes. Everybody's PC is built different. I, I, feel I had the same exact thought. Nobody had... I mean, unless you're building yours like somebody's or you're buying a pre-built, you know, you're not going to have the same parts as most people. Um, the PS5s all have the same parts. It's much easier yeah. to build something for one thing than to build it easily accessible, easy, easily compatible for it. all these PC ports. Which, yeah, I thought about buying it on my PC and just playing it on controller. I'm glad I didn't because yeah. I've played a lot of it. But I mean, I would have been mm-hmm. playing The Old Republic or Golf instead yeah. if it wasn't working for my PS5 and I would have waited for a patch. I wouldn't yeah. have been pissed off. I wouldn't have bombed it on Steam like they did. Um, it's So, we are in the privileged, somewhat privileged position to have pcs and playstations yes so which i guess like in a way video games themselves are a privilege not a right like mm. you know being able to have the income to afford this entertainment i understand you know some people being like i spent you know 70 bucks on this game i expect it to work right immediately i understand that mm. but at the end of the day personally most AAA titles, most AAA single-player titles, I'm going to probably get on the PlayStation for two reasons. One reason is, like, a story-driven game like this, I usually just, I, I enjoy more of the cinematic experience. You know, I enjoy, mm-hmm. like, sitting in my chair in the living room, playing it on, like, my main TV, not my monitor, <clears throat> um, and... And having that kind of set up. Usually when I play these types of games, I'm not like in a chat or anything talking to anybody. I'm just listening to the game. So that's my preference. But also on the other side of that, since I do have both options, games like this that come out for both day one, I'm probably going to get on the PlayStation for this reason. I think so too. Um, I mean, just think about like, there's other games and like, cyberpunk whatever the the number is obviously that failed because it was just crazy it was bad on everything yeah this you know works on ps5 works on xbox from what i'll i have not had any issues at all and i've also heard that it works on pc if you go in and like fine-tune your graphic setting which takes a lot of work yeah but that goes back to the thing where like all playstations and xboxes are the same mm-hmm. so they can have those preset settings and be like do you want this at 60 frames or do you want this in 4k those are your two options mm-hmm. on a pc there's a lot of stuff and their presets might not be the best for your system yep. which you know is and some games and this game probably included like takes a reading of what you have and they map the settings out the best they can. But sometimes before they get those initial bugs fixed in the patch, they do kind of need to go in and um, and like you, you need to go in and make some changes. That mm-hmm. is another thing. That won't always solve everything. Sometimes there's legitimate bugs that need a patch to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And it seems like there's more of those on the PC as well. Which, I mean, it's been out four days. 
Yeah. Um, getting a patch already. So they addressed it very quickly, which is it's good. Like yeah. it's it's nice to know um, EA cares about something. Yeah. Which definitely not mad. I forget. I forget the name of like the sub developer that makes this. I uh, I couldn't tell you if I tried. I, I don't. I'll remember. look it up real quick. Uh, I think I th- I think that they're usually pretty good about um about getting around to these things. Like 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 you said, it's been out for just a few is, days. It's a super mainstream title, you know. It. Like you you, they're not gonna let it sink in the water, you know. Yeah, it, they're going to take care of it. I mean, I understand. Respawn. Respawn, yeah, respawn is the name of the, uh-huh. the um four developer. days is a while to not to buy something for seventy dollars and then not be able to use it yeah i get it and once again you know on the other side of things it is that other issue of like hey i took off work for this or whatever mm-hmm. you know i understand that but they got around to it relatively quickly mm-hmm. all things considered they are trying so, yeah, they are actively trying to fix the situation, and that's I I will act I will give them credit where credit is due. Yeah, I'm oh, not yeah, gonna trash sure. them for not trying. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but I just wanted to address that uh, because that has sadly been the narrative around this game. Yeah, which is is becoming the narrative around a lot of 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 these AAA titles, which. More and more, it seems like we're seeing them release to consoles first and then release to PCs um, so that the developers do have more time to uh, still meet the initial release deadline and release to consoles and then take more time, put more, uh, not more care, but literally just more time to fine-tune it for the PC port, Um, which... Usually when that happens, you know, these complaints aren't there. Mm-hmm. They still meet their initial release date with the consoles, but then people are also like, why do I have to wait to play this on the PC? I don't have a console, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a lose-lose situation. But ultimately, I think they're addressing it pretty quickly. Hopefully, you know, we see tomorrow some of the news around this change because I think it's a really good game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a shame that the narrative is focused on some of the bugs and stuff that are present in the pc port Mm. i think so i I mean give it a day narrative will change people will start playing and be like wow i'm glad it works yeah (laughs) so um i so now uh like we said we're going to talk a little bit about story Mm -hmm. um because like the the first the story of the first game was really good and um just this one seems to be good as well so far so if you don't want any spoilers at all uh dip out now we've talked a lot about it um mechanically and things and graphically and things like that um yeah it's a great looking game and it's a lot of fun to play so um you know that's that's um if that helps sway you one way or the other, um, if you don't care about spoilers so much and want to listen to a bit about the story as well, um, we're not, like I said, we're not delving too deep into it, but uh, feel free to keep listening. Wasn't it crazy when Cal Kestis gave the Emperor <laughs> the people's elbow and then cut Darth Vader's head off immediately after I s- that? I saw you smirking about something, so I knew that 
this bullshit <laughs> I had this ready. happen again. I had it ready. I gotta do it every time. <laughs> I gotta say some outlandish yeah. shit every time. <laughs> no, that was pretty crazy. I do agree with you. Um, yeah, wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> really though, um, this story picks up a few years after the first one. Mm-hmm. I really like Coruscant being the first planet. That was something cool. I didn't expect mm-hmm. until like I saw the start screen and the Jedi Temple with like the Imperial mm-hmm. banners were there. I was like, oh, you're like Coruscant. Coruscant's gonna play a part in this, and yep. then you start it and you're there. It's like I so cool. I thought that was really cool. Going back to that, um, my favorite episode of the Mandalorian this season mm-hmm. took place on Coruscant. I really think that that is an interesting. That was a great episode. Place to like to look at how this planet adapts. We went there in Andor as well, mm-hmm. um, just to see how this planet adapts to control under the Empire and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. I am a little bit sad that we didn't see more. Which maybe I, we'll be back to yeah. Coruscant later in the game. I I don't know either. Um, yeah, but I'm, maybe at the end, like of the story too, you can just go anywhere. Uh, yeah. Probably not. I don't. It wouldn't make sense. But who knows? Yeah. But I, I, I do... Well, at the end of the story in the first one, you can go back to whatever planet. So you probably can. But yeah, I really I really did like the the addition of Coruscant as well. Um, mm-hmm. Another callback that I thought was really cool was the battle droids on the second planet. Yeah. Um, fighting like the B2 and the super battle droids. Mm-hmm. You'll fight more droids too. Um, um. Yeah, I... Any time they include like something prequel oriented like that mm-hmm. um they have some commando droids in there as well i i really liked seeing those again um yeah because it'd be just like wasted droids you know yeah <laughs> and i love how cal keeps talking about like he keeps bump like talking to him to the audience but essentially talking to himself or talking to bd um about clankers yeah just he's he he was trained fighting these before and just hearing him do it, it it's i i really like that thought that thought yeah. that was a nice touch i think so too um um i think we forgot to mention earlier we have so much more customization now and it's great yeah yeah oh I, it's great i mean you have to buy some customization stuff like with not with money but like real money but with in-game in-game currency currencies and like items you find yeah which is fine is that what the is that what like the frost whatever they call the, sh- the prism things the cube things you pick up yeah yeah is that what those are for yeah you use those at you know where the saloon is yeah yeah it, have you met the shopkeeper across like the mayor quote unquote no i didn't i don't think so no okay that's where you use them okay but All right, i, I cool. mean that doesn't really spoil anything yeah, no, I just I've been curious as to what those were used for. Yeah, but yeah, you can customize Cal's like hair and beard. the The outfits are a little bit more in depth. And the first one, it was just like a different color or design for your poncho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot more um, now for that too. Yeah, there is like you could change the color scheme of BD and your lightsaber and stuff. This, uh, the you unlock like color palettes mm-hmm. instead of specific designs, so you kind of get. The, design and mix the colors yourself which is cool i haven't got to a point to where i can customize the ship that is one thing i liked Mm -hmm. 
from the first one that it seems like you can't do in this one, which is fine. Um, but everything yeah. else, they've added a lot more customization options too, mm-hmm. which I thought is like I spent some time um, customizing uh, BD and my lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, my lightsaber looks pretty cool, I think. Mm-hmm. Similar to the first one, you unlock a bunch. Like when you unlock color crystals, you unlock them all, mm-hmm. unless there's more that I don't know about. Um, um, I do not know because I bought the hundred dollar edition. I assume I got the choice of all the crystals. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you, I got the special edition. Do you have any like outlandish colors for your blades? Yellow, white, purple, indigo. I've got I've I've got like all the colors from the original one. Yeah, that's or you. Could, I got that as well. Yeah, that's just those are you just. I mean, it makes sense. Unlocked, I guess. Um. You get to choose like whatever it is. It, uh, I think I'm using green right now. Um, I'm using the white ones. I, I wanted cool. to, but I was like, "That's for like the the in betweeners." <laughs> That's the balanced people. Yeah, and the I was gray like, "Jedi." Ah, yeah, the gray Jedi. That was it. Um, yeah, but we can get back to the story. Um, I I don't know how much I can't speak a lot about if you want to like talk about it more because I I've a lot. So of, I've, essentially... I've seen a lot. I've essentially gotten to the point where you uh, meet Grease again. Mm-hmm. That's his name, right? The yeah, the pilot from guy. The first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like how you weren't with the old crew right away. Mm-hmm. You're working for Saul Guerrero in the beginning, doing a mission yeah, on that, Coruscant. That's a narrative choice that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That I'm glad they just kind of threw in there, and they they kind of let the story advance organically mm-hmm. you're here you think cal's been kidnapped but or captured but actually he's the whole time i thought it was, i thought it was fake i was like there's just no way like these dudes uh, i i i thought that i thought the people was... in the mask were like his friends but like not the the grunts like the big guys the big lizard yeah. guys i didn't at first i didn't think that they were his they were the friends mm-hmm. i thought that like he had just let himself be captured so he could get somewhere but mm-hmm. Um, yeah, eventually when you do learn that his captors were like his team, that was interesting. I do mm-hmm. like that team. It's kind of sad that they all died, but yeah. I also kind of like it. Yeah. Just because the, it, it, it really it sets like, up another narrative. It sets up the tone for what I kind of foresee this being like, mm-hmm. it's kind of the story that you have to tell because when you set it in this era. Yeah. When you set it in between episodes three and four mm-hmm. and you're kind of planting the seeds of rebellion, it has to be hopeless. Mm-hmm. It has to be a losing battle. Like you can get a small win, but like you can't make any real progress. And just setting the tone of that mm-hmm. immediately, I thought really worked. And this is still like, like ten years away from a new hope. Yeah. Which so, is when we see any real significant progress yeah. in a rebellion. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I assume they'll probably trickle in. Uh, I forget the Night Sister's name, and I forget the other Jedi's name, but they'll probably sprinkle them in later. Seer uh, is just the first one that you find. Seer and Marin, I think are their names. Yeah, Seer and Marin. Yeah. So I, I assume you'll meet up with them later, but I do like that. You know, they've all kind of retired, but Cal is still doing it out of kind of a sense of duty, it seems. Because mm. if not him, And it seems who? like it's kind of weighing on him, too. 
you know, and all the other people that he loses, and it's, it has, it would have an effect on, like, it, it's something that would affect everybody. It's very, like, human. It's a, so it's making you make that emotional connection with him, and they're really playing into it, and Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure where the story is going to end. If I'll yeah. be honest, uh, I know where it's going right now, where I'm at, but that it's still like a, that's a very, it's a factor that still plays in right now for me. Yeah, for sure. No, it's setting up something that's very interesting. Like the survivor in Jedi Survivor could mean like he's being surrendered, like he's facing so much loss. He's having like survivor's guilt and he has to work through that to keep like you already see it in that first fight with the Inquisitor where it's like he is very clearly wanting to just go ham, (laughs) kill her, like do whatever, but he ends up kind of choosing peace almost, kind of giving her the opportunity to submit and surrender, but she doesn't, so he has to kill her, you know? Mm -hmm. Like... Those things, those choices, I think that that could be something interesting to focus on is kind of his his internal struggle. Yeah. When I played the first game through again, I realized that I was like, there's no guarantee that that, that, that Inquisitor is dead. And I was like, I was that makes sense. Like, after I replayed it. She yeah. has a new arm and a new leg. Uh, makes bionic. sense. Could it, you cut those off? Cut those off and she <laughs> fell out of a giant tree. Um, yeah. I think I can't remember, but yeah, it's I'm I'm glad that they made an appearance, and but obviously ended how it ended. Um, yeah, it's a this is a very this is a very different cow. He he's much wiser. It seems he knows what to do now, how to treat situations. He is a battle hardened. Uh, yeah operative now i battle hardened he's a lot more of he's he's a lot more of a leader it seems too Mm -hmm. for sure he was very much in that first game kind of a follower or kind Mm -hmm. of a lone wolf like you saw those two sides of him he was following seer and what she wanted Mm -hmm. or he was kind of on his own like trying to make it in certain situations but this one like seeing him lead that team at the start Mm -hmm. um yeah, made it clear that he's been working for Saw Gerrera and he has become somewhat of a leader in this in this kind of rebellion that they've started. So mm-hmm. I think that, that that really adds an interesting layer to this story. Do you think that we'll ever see Cal Kestis in like live action? It's hard Assuming to say he doesn't again. die in this game. Yeah, I don't know what happens at the end of the game. Um Yeah. I don't think we need to, so I don't think we would, because yeah. it, they're not really exploring this era right now, which is good. The only thing they've done right here with Andor, I mean, but and you get him in Andor. It's I don't think uh, you could. I don't think we need to. I'm just yeah. saying. Do you think we will? Because Mm-mm. I don't think we need to. I don't think Cameron Monaghan would. I don't know if he would want to. I think he likes it the way it is. I think, I mean, yeah, he's a voice actor. He's voice to the Joker, mm-hmm. same as Mark Hamill, which is kind of funny. That commercial that they did, if you've seen that, is also pretty funny <laughs> with him, like with uh, him doing the mocap and everything and um, 
Mark Hamill coaching him up. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I thought that I, was that I can was imagine. Funny. You should look that up. That's that's funny. Yeah, I don't have cable, um, so I don't see commercials. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. Oh, I don't know what um, I see on Twitter then. Yeah, but it's like the character is modeled after him, mm. so you could just get him to play in live action. I don't think we need it, but I think there's a decent chance at some point we will. Maybe they might even age him up character. with some makeup or something. What was that? I said. I mean, like it. It could be like a conclusion to his character. If he, yeah, obvi- barring anything happened in this game, I don't know. Yeah, the name is Survivor, so I would think he survives. I don't know. I don't know. They could just pull the rug out from under. <laughs> could just be like you were a survivor. Yeah, Duh. but now he's not. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Rough. Um, I mean, eventually, like, it's one of those things. They got around it with Ahsoka because they made her time travel. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, why wasn't he around during the... New Hope. Yeah, it... During... (laughs) Rebel He's gonna have to die eventually, (laughs) is what I'm saying. Because, I mean, like, Um, Darth Vader knows about him, so he would have to, I would think. Yeah, it's it's know. it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not too worried about it, but I feel like they could. I, I think there's going to be another one of these games. They've mentioned it being a trilogy before. I would so be 100 percent fine with that. There could be that where he sacrifices himself at the end, or there could be the third one of the trilogy. They could age him up and put him in like the Ray movie. What they could do, I mean, what they could do here is. If they ever wanted to like make a movie during this time, they could, and he could just have like a small part, and like show yeah. up in it. Like he could yeah. do that, but I don't want him to be a major part in any movie. I don't think they need to. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's something that, that they will do. Which I mean, I'd be fine with it if it if is what I said, a very small if part. They, I mean, even if they do something and they make him a significant role, like mm-hmm. if they throw him into the Mandalorian movie they're making or whatever, like. If they do it right, I don't care. I just feel like it's unnecessary, but I've heard people kind of talking about that as a possibility. Cause it's I've, just rumors and speculation, from but what I we've, wouldn't put it past them. We've seen of Cal. I mean, like, he wouldn't be the type to not show up during the original three movies. Unless, exactly. like, something just drastically changes within his character. Maybe yeah. he was in Saw Gerrera's palace whenever it got blown up in Rogue One. Maybe. <laughs> That's funny. Canonically speaking. <laughs> deleted scene they added in five years later. I don't yeah. know when Rogue One came out. So. Rogue One came 16. out like... It was, we were in high school, well, weren't we? It was 2018. Yeah. No, 2017. High school. It was May. It was a May release then. Actually, no. Uh, no, it was 2016. December then. Because Force Awakens came out December of 2015. So, yeah, yep, 2016. So, um, but yeah. Ultimate. I mean, that's all I have to say. Um, yeah, the story is very compelling at this point. So, yeah, I want to get off and go play it now. So <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so I don't think I'll yeah, get that no, opportunity I... right now. <laughs> Was it? Sorry, so I'm probably not going to get that opportunity right now. So it's okay. That's fair. You're you're busy. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I think that it's worth the money. It's mm-hmm. it's worth it's it's. It's always so. tough, you know, investing $70 into a piece of entertainment, but 
Personally, so far, I think it's worth the money, story-wise. Mm-hmm. I hope this isn't one of those reviews where, like, <laughs> next week we have to walk it back and be like, oh, no, this gets really shitty. <laughs> yeah, for real. But I don't, I don't foresee that happening. I don't think it um, is either. This game felt really but safe. But, yeah, I think... Yeah, I think it's worth it. The story is good um, up to where I'm at. And according to Hayden, it continues being good. Mm. Um, and yeah, the gameplay in it is it builds a lot on the first one. And it's honestly playing as a Jedi. This is the best version of that that we've got, I think. For sure. But um, yeah, that's all we've got for Jedi Survivor. I hope that you guys enjoyed the review. Um, and I hope that if you're playing it, you know, email us in. Let us know your thoughts on it. But that's all we've got for this week. We'll be back next week to talk Guardians of the Galaxy. I did not realize that was coming out so soon until today when someone mentioned wanting to go see it. So, yep. Um, <laughs> I forgot that was next week. I hope it's good. It looks all right. It looks like the best thing that'll have come out since Endgame. Truth be told, it looks pretty decent. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I have faith that it'll be at least okay. Yeah, for sure. I I, I trust James Gunn with Guardians, yeah. for sure. DC, I'm not super sold. Oh, well. We'll see. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's all we've got for you this week. Uh, as always, you can leave a like, rating, or review on whatever you're listening to us on, and share the show with a friend if you think they'd enjoy what we've got to say. But um, that's all we've got today. We'll see you next week. This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com.